That's why I stand for the flag And I kneel at the cross More for the friends I have loved and lost And I still believe in God we trust Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I am your host, Dan Hennan. Today is June 14th, 2021. Our show will be about current events. I'll bring the listeners up to speed with what happened last week. In particular, things that made the news that shouldn't have, and more importantly, things that didn't make the news but should have. Father, well, keep in mind this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start off each episode with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them, where they are, while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name, amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bizzelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. Well, another interesting week. Lots going on in the news, including today. But let's go back. Let's go back a week. Talk about the top stories that were in the news. Four Black Hawk helicopters landed at the Capitol. This was June 7th. It wasn't mentioned in the news what they were doing there or why. It wasn't a training mission. Anyway, it was interesting to have some of these Black Hawk helicopters land at the White House in the yard and then take off again. Please leave your comments if you have any, um, any more information on that. I do not have anything further on that. It was very interesting. The audit, the voting audit in Arizona, the big news was that it's going to be completed on June 14th. Well, today is June 14th, and I think they're wrapping up. We won't hear anything about it till probably tomorrow on the 15th. So watch your news stories. I urge you not to watch the mainstream media because that's going to be a little swayed versus what's really going on. This, this audit has taken quite some time. It included the hand count ballots in Maricopa County in the state of Arizona. And uh, already they're saying uh, there's lots of discrepancies there. Speaking of discrepancies, 
some uh, white hat awake baseball fans are showing up in the Major League ballparks. At Fenway Park, June 8th, some fans in the second deck unrolled a big banner that said Trump won, Trump won. Now, we remember seeing this uh, about a month ago at Yankee Stadium. Some folks did it at Yankee Stadium. A big banner was un unleashed uh, the upper deck. It said Trump won. Now, the very next day on June 9th at the stadium for the Philadelphia Phillies in the upper deck, midway through the game, it was unrolled. A big banner that says Trump won, uh, drawing much applause from the fans. This is one way to get a point across, one way to wake up the public. Because when you hear the roar of the fans and the cheering, it's, uh, it's very different than what you hear in the mainstream news that says there's no such thing to the allegations. There's no such, uh, these things are all conspiracies. They're all allegations. None of them are true. There's no truth to them. When you do something like this in a stadium with 40,000 fans and the majority of them are cheering, well, it's very interesting to say the least. Now, also June 7th, the uh, allegations with Eric Prince came out. Now, Eric Prince from Blackwater, one of the, uh, uh, essentially one of the bad guys or black hats, back early when the, uh, when the mercenary troops were being sent into Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, some say that he has uh, turned over, is a good guy, a white hat working with the Trump administration. But some new things came out uh, as far as uh, what he was doing. And allegedly, uh, some suspected that um, some of the actions that he took when, when Trump was in office was to indeed throw him under the bus. So I can't con confirm or deny those, but, but some strange statements came out from Eric Prince himself. And there's a lot of, a lot of followers, a lot of followers of 17 and Trump followers. Uh, many, many like Eric Prince and uh, many don't. But it's interesting to see some of the things that came out about uh, that. All we do know is that back in the day that he was not a good guy, he was starting and setting up these mercenary camps called Blackwater and things like that, making big, big bucks of his soldiers going in and murder and kill innocent civilians. But because they were mercenaries, they weren't going to be counted as soldier deaths. It didn't have to be recorded in the official statistics for the war that was going on women and children that are being killed and, and other things uh, that were happening. In Nigeria, they banned Twitter. They banned Twitter. And this is very interesting. Uh, Donald Trump made a quote about this by, by saying, you know, the Nigerian president was actually pretty good on tweeting some things. They banned him and they banned it in the entire country. They shut it down. So this is just not a, a U.S. or an American thing. We're fighting this global war with digital soldiers to get the word out and it's uh, it's very effective I'm probably not going to hear this in the mainstream news but nigeria the country itself shut down twitter uma abedin made the news uma abedin now, this was uh anthony weiner's wife remember the weiner laptop this was his wife uh, she is the connected to the muslim brotherhood uh, she's the infiltrator that was essentially uh, Hillary Clinton, the handler for Hillary Clinton, essentially, part of the infiltration. Well, anyway, not much has been said about her. But she's in the news because she's got a new book coming out. Her book is planning on to be released November 2nd of this year, 2021, November 2nd. Uh, that should be interesting. And I think some of this 
is distraction now for the things coming out with, with articles like this, an upcoming book or announcement, a press release of an upcoming book. These kind of things are distractions to what's really going on uh, that's important. Uh, her book coming out is certainly not important. Now we've got the Maricopa County election audit going on, right? And many people in mainstream say it's a, it's a joke, it's, a, it's, it's made up, these are just allegations, none of it's true. Well, this week, the states of Georgia, Alaska, and Colorado all had representatives on hand to tour the election. They were on site to actually tour how Arizona was doing this election audit. Uh, if you don't believe me, look it up. It was June 8th that made the news. So they were on hand. They want to check out how this is done, how effective and how important it is, and how successful it is, because they may do this themselves. Now, this is not making mainstream news that all these other states are thinking of doing this. But once again, we're getting close to this Maricopa completion date and the results. And what we'll see is the first domino to fall assuming the black hats don't get in the way and obstruct it. Um, this could be very interesting. Eric Holder made the news. This week. Eric Holder, former Obama attorney general, has found that he was held in contempt of Congress this week. And once again, Eric Holder is a you know, big, big popular name uh, among the deep state. He's one of the, one of the pawns uh, that does a lot of the heavy lifting for these uh, uh, various orchestrated events. He was very active in the Sandy Hook uh, orchestrated event with the shooting there and, and, and whatnot, the Fast and Furious, and um, he's, he's tied closely to Obama. So the mainstream media is going to not really push this story too much, but this was a fact. He was held in contempt of Congress, and um, this should be making more news. Now we get the photos this week of the first lady sitting in a chair on Air Force One where President Biden should be sitting. President's chair at the desk, at the desk of the president on Air Force One. Now, why is Jill Biden sitting in that chair at all? Much less doing work, completing tasks. Looks like she's working at the, at the desk, at his desk, at the president's desk. Uh, very inappropriate. Uh, even have her there, much less photographed in that desk. I'll just leave it at that. It's very interesting. Now, we found out this week in Michigan, remember the other location was Michigan for the border fraud. Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, New York. These are the big states. So Antrim County, remember the tiny county, Antrim County, that has always voted Republican for decades. All of a sudden, they voted for Biden huge in the 2020 election. People thought that was strange already to begin with. That was the first county, I think, to begin making news as the anomalies started jumping forward. Well, the EMS has logged into successfully on two different dates. The computer systems for the EMS, the, uh, the management system, uh, to be able to log in basically logging in as the administrator for the voting for the machines, the voting machines, Dominion voting machines. There was two logins that were successful that were done remotely. One was on 11-5, November 5th, at 5.55 p.m., and then again on 11-17 at 5.16 p.m. 
Now, they couldn't identify who this person was who logged in or why it was they were logging in remotely. But that should not be happening at all. Remember, these voting machines are not meant to be onto the Internet at all, logged into the Internet at all. They're local. Local machines, they do the votes, they tabulate them, and when they're done, they send the results to the state. There should be no access to Internet at all to these things. It shouldn't be on the World Wide Web at all. Now, Mike uh, Lindell and and others have uh, exposed this already, that all these machines were connected to the Wi-Fi. They were hacked into. And now we've got more and more evidence. This time, the EMS was logged into successfully. Uh, via remote. No one was at the site. No one was sitting at the desktop logging in to see the results of the election. But a remote user logged in, which once again confirms that someone was logged in, that they're able to get to these things via, via the internet. Let's continue on. The Houston Methodist. Remember the Topic I talked about last week with Houston Methodist were those 117 employees at the hospital were told that they had to get, they were required to get the jab, required to get the jab. 117 of them said, no thanks, not interested, I don't want to do this. Now, we don't know if those 117 were anti the jab or they were for the jab, but they wanted to file a lawsuit against the hospital We're simply requiring them, requiring them to get it. So they filed a lawsuit, 117 employees. This goes to court. This last week, a judge threw it out. A judge threw it out. So it looks like they're going to be able to, they're not going to be able to move forward with this lawsuit, which means that the hospital will have a right to fire employees that don't get vaccinated. So this is going to lead to some other things. So expect an appeal here in the near future. Now, remember the nurse that did a video? Another nurse. This is a different one. now. She went online, did a video that states that her hospital's COVID floor, there's a floor of her hospital, it's COVID only. She went online to say that she did a video uh, saying that is all filled with patients now who have only received the vaccinations. It's not filled with people who have the COVID, but they're treating the patients on that floor from the results of getting the jab. That floor is filled. That floor is filled with patients who have received both vaccinations, not just one, not one company or the other company or just one of the shots, but both of the vaccinations. Uh, That video was yanked down and she did another video talking about why the video was yanked down. She was just simply telling the truth Telling what she saw with her very own two eyes. She is a nurse. She is working in that hospital on the COVID floor. Patients who are there are filled up. That whole floor is filled with those who have had the vaccinations and are so sick they need to be in the hospital. This is one of these stories that should be the frontline news on the evening news and the front page of the newspapers. But we don't hear these stories at all. So she had to go online, create another video, announcing to the public that her previous video was pulled down. And so watch about the censoring. Once again, the censoring that's being out there 
if it's a narrative that's not what the uh, the players that that the, the powers that be, if it's not the narrative they want, they will yank it down, whether it's true or not. That's why we're getting all these general public, uh, the general public, the gullible public, I'll call them, is believing everything they see on the, on the nightly news. And the nightly news is, is completely a 180 from what's going on in real life. Very tough thing uh, to deal with. Uh, the... It was found this week that the same SQL backdoor software found in the Michigan voting machines has now been found in the Pennsylvania voting machines. So uh, there was a county in Michigan that they found these S SQL, a Microsoft SQL database with uh, a language in it that was in this voting machine, allowing it to do things and perform, perform steps flip votes and do things like that. There should be no type of instruction on those machines. There should be no language on there. They're simply there to count the votes, not manipulate the votes, not to flip the votes, not to take a certain percentage of all the votes that come in and allocate them to different people. So that was found back in Michigan. Months ago, this was found. Well, just this last week, also in a story that did not make the news, they found SQL software uh, that was inserted as a backdoor on the same voting machines, this time in Pennsylvania, Pen, uh, in Pennsylvania. Now, news that just came out today. Maricopa County, Arizona. Now they're up to 254,000 ballots that were missing, missing ballots. So they do the count, they do the recount, they do the hand count. Now, they're getting to be completed. They're almost complete with the hand count of the ballots. And they're already off 254,000. I'll repeat that. 254,000 ballots are missing. Now, keep in mind, Trump lost by 11,000 votes. 11. We're missing 254. So 254,000 ballots are missing. They can't find them. And so I think... We're going to be expecting news here in a short while that this is going to decertify that entire state's voting results. Now, if you remember, June 12th, this is just two days ago, June 12th was the five-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. Five years ago that happened. Now, that went by the wayside. The sheep bought it. The sheep believed it. It went bye-bye. It kind of falls off everybody's radar. Well, Joe Biden this week, and this was not even a joke, on June 12th, he wanted to create a memorial at that scene to dedicate the Pulse nightclub shooting, five-year anniversary. He wanted to make a dedication of that. Boy, I posted that on social media, and several people who saw that thought it was something from the Babylon Bee or the Onion. They thought it was a joke. This, this was in... The news, this really happened. Biden wanted to make or wants to make a memorial for that location. Remember, the Pulse nightclub shooting was heavily tied in to what happened in the circumstances around another orchestrated event called the Vegas shooting or the Route 91 festival shooting. That was also an orchestrated event. I'm not going to say it's a hoax. It may or may not have happened, but it certainly didn't happen with the way 
the news presented the narrative of a, uh, of a, of a lone gunman nutcase that carried out these shootings. Uh, that was not the case with either one of these. Um, look them up. You can see them for yourself on various uh, sites. Uh, there's much, much evidence that points to those things not even being close remotely to being close as organic, authentic events. Uh, one thing that was real, age 45, Christopher Sine, Sin. Christopher Sin died, found dead June 12th. Police were reporting it as an apparent suicide. Remember, he's the one who wrote the book called The Secret Meeting, The Secret Meeting about the tarmac with Clinton and Loretta Lynch, Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch on that plane, sitting on the runway on the tarmac with no audio and no recording and no video. This took place in, I think, 2015 or 2016. Uh, he exposed it in 2016, wrote a book about it. The book came out in 2019 or 2020. He's been doing the rounds to get exposure to this book. Uh, he had said on various interviews, him and his family had been receiving substantial death threats. Substantial death threats. Now they find his body, age 45, healthy. They think it's a suicide. I'm guessing it most certainly is not a suicide. Uh, but now he's dead. Uh, he wrote that uh, book on the topic of the tarmac meeting where Clinton allegedly met with Loretta Lynch and to have her, who's leading the Justice Department, the DOJ Attorney General at the time, was investigating the Hillary Clinton emails. And that was the tarmac meeting where allegedly, as per the post on Q and 17, say that, that Clinton offered a deal to Loretta Lynch to drop the case and make it go away in exchange for her becoming a justice on the Supreme Court one day. Now, that's true, which I personally believe it to be. That was the deal that took place. That was what was going on back there, and that could not allow it to be let out. So, therefore, he wrote that book on that. And now he winds up dead. Now, the last story for today, last story. This came out today. A Fox, 9, a Fox News anchor in Houston, Texas today was reporting on a story. But before she started the story on uh, talking about the heat there, and uh, she was on site at a location talking about heat, she preceded her story when they cut to her live by saying she's working on another story. But Fox at corporate, Fox News corporate, uh, muzzled it, put a muzzle on her, and said not to, do, not to work the story. We're not going to release it. We're not going to push it. Now, what she had was various secret recordings. Uh, she was working with, with Project Veritas. Once again, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, uh, he himself should be receiving the Nobel Peace Prize Award for all the work he's been doing the last three or four years. She was working with him to expose something from a whistleblower and, have, and has in custody or has on, uh, in her possession the audio and recording of the tapes that actually prove that it's true, she was going to blow the whistle on it and announce it in a show on Fox News in the local Houston area. They told her, we're going to scrub that story. It's not going to be aired. She went on news tonight, just tonight, June 14th. Do a Google search on this video news in Houston with a Fox anchor. And she said they muffled the story. And she said it on live, on live television. They shut her down. They're not going to allow her to air it. She said she's going to air it anyway tomorrow. 
I don't know if that means on her own personal account, social media account, or maybe it's going to be part of the Fox uh, morning news broadcast is going to uh, release that news article. Now, I doubt anything that's, that's going to take place because more than likely she's going to be terminated from her job, that is. But another one, white hat, way to go. There are true journalists out there. There are some good ones. She seems to be putting her entire career on the line for this case to get out. Hats off to her. In fact, she was trending, and so was Project Veritas today, trending. That video of the Fox News, that clip where they went to that remote site, uh, and she started reporting on it, but at first she used it to call out the Fox corporate executives for for shutting out the story. Already had 470,000 views, 470,000 views on that news. That's really going to be making some news. But you know what I see tonight? When you look on Twitter for what's trending, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen trending once again. And when big news hits, uh, I'm sorry, let me clarify that. When important news hits to distract and to get the viewers away from it, they seem to use people like Chrissy Teigen uh, to insert her and to have her say something. So her article was a tweet to say she was apologizing for all the hurtful and bullying comments she made on Twitter over the years. I don't believe that's a true story. I don't believe that's true at all. But they used her to come in to distract from this other news making the headlines. That's how they do it. So follow that story. Fox 9, Project Veritas was trending, but that Fox article uh, was shoved off the leading trending board. It wasn't even trending top 10. And, and in a matter of an hour, I think that thing had a 470,000 views on YouTube alone. So that certainly should be trending, if not the number one trending thing right now. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end of times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com, bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Please share these links, get this information out there. Feel free to comment and share. Once again, thanks to the donors and the Patreons here. Once again, my name is Dan Hennon. Today is June 14th. Thanks for listening. America, God bless America and the red, white.